On September 8th, 2015, the first episode of Set Listing Bruce was released. To celebrate our anniversary month, I plan to put out a new episode every day this month. If you're not part of our Patreon group, please think about supporting the podcast by making a small monthly donation. Everyone who joins gets a personal thank you card from me and a Set Listing Bruce sticker. During this month, I'd love to get some new reviews on iTunes and other podcast players. If you haven't rated the podcast before, please go to wherever you get your podcast and leave a rating, hopefully five star, and let people know why you love the podcast. Hope you enjoy this month of episodes. And now on to the show. What it is, someone said, you captured something. It's all about the eyes. Because the yeah. eyes don't lie. The eyes go into the soul. When people come to the gallery, I say to them all the time, walk around the gallery. No matter where you're walking, look back at that picture. It's still looking at you. Yeah. It's all about the eyes. Yeah. It's all about the eyes. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. We are talking Bruce tonight, but we are also talking about art and creativity and doing, making your own path. Neil, welcome to the podcast. Nice to be here, Jesse. Thanks. Yeah. Tell us a little about yourself. Oh, boy, where do you want me to begin? Um, I've been professionally an illustrator for 50 years now. Uh, I've been drawing since I was five years old, originally from Worcester, Massachusetts, home of of Holy Cross College, um, Assumption College, and the city of Seven Hills, fashioned after Italy. Had a very good baseball career growing up. And uh, I've been drawing since I was five years old. And when uh, I had the fate of many athletes, my wheels went injury. I get out of the game, coached college baseball for 15 years and said, I can make money with those funny sketches I used to do. And 15 years later, here I am in Las Vegas. That is great. I I think I want to start with, you know, my, I have a good friend, Tom Zoller, who is an illustrator. He has has worked on My Little Pony, the comics. He's done some work for different... He's done self-publishing his comics. He does romantic comics. And he talked about that he always knew he wanted to be an artist. He had no doubt. He went to school for art. That was always his passion. It sounds like you always knew you wanted to draw, but your passion was baseball. Oh, I was an athlete. I, I tell people I'm a jock. I just happen to be able to draw. Um, <laughs> I, I have no formal training in the art field, and I work in a medium of felt tip magic markers. I don't paint. There is a very well known photographer here in Las Vegas, 94 year old Ed Foster. He's a master photographer, a former college art professor. <clears throat> he came up with the greatest line anyone's ever said about what I do. He said, what Neil Portnoy does in the medium in which he does it is like a ballerina trying to dance on a trampoline. That's a classic line. Unlike oils, acrylics, and watercolors where you can mix colors and change colors, um, markers are stained. When you put it down, it's down. You can't change it. <clears throat> I've um, you know, gotten very good in what I do. Uh, here in Las Vegas, if you've been portnoyed, and that's a term for these portrait caricatures 
of which I've done probably over 400 in the seven years we've been here, you've arrived in Vegas. If you've been Portnoy, you've arrived in Vegas. I've done everybody from Wayne Newton to Carrot Top to uh, uh, Terry Fader to all the local entertainers. But I also am a sports artist. I have the largest work of art inside Allegiant Stadium, home of the Las Vegas Raiders, which measures 28 by 40 feet. Wow. Magic markers. Now, I didn't draw it that size. The original artwork is 18 inches by 24 inches. It's the greatest Raiders of all time. High resolution scan, wallpaper. And wow. a very, very interesting story. When they were pulling the first sheet of this massive mural, they brought me down to the lab and said, we want you to look at the colors. What do you think? And they pulled the sheet out and I looked at it and I said, what the hell is that? And he looked at me and said, that's Bo Jackson's eyebrow. It was <laughs> <five feet> wide. <laughs> as an illustrator, the difference from a fine artist to an illustrator, can I do fine art? Of course. Can I do caricature? Yes. But my work is made to be published. Another word for published, reproduced. I've done over 400 meteor guides, game programs, senior awards, colleges all over the country. I've done recognition awards for everybody from Frank Sinatra to Ted Williams to Jay Leno. Been there, done that. I'm a jock. I love my sports. Yeah. So that. So I, I, I always like to start at the beginning. So you talked about growing up in Mass, similar to Penn Gillette, right? He will often talk about that, and I'm sure that you've done yep. him and Teller. Yep. Um, by the way, I just saw on your Twitter, Donny Osmond, right, a, a while back, tweeted that and said he felt like he'd made it now after Isn't all these crazy? years yeah and after Donnie all these... has made it in yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i thought that was a pretty funny what kind of music did your family listen to and, well, and when you were we grew up never owning a house never owning a car I lost a mother when i was 14 years old so it really was a, a tough upbringing. Musically, we didn't have a stereo. We okay. didn't have what the other kids had. So going to other people's houses, it was always the vocalist that told the story. Right. Saying the story. Bruce Springsteen, classic example, doesn't just sing a song. He tells his story. And that's what I've always been into. We have a gentleman here. Um, do you remember years ago the song? It was something playground, but it was "My name is Michael." Yeah, playgrounds in your mind. Playground right. in your mind. That's Clint Holmes. Yes, Clint Holmes is here in Las Vegas, still performing in his seventies. Um, very good friend of mine. Love watching him perform. Why? He tells me a story. He seems yeah. unlike anyone that I've ever seen. Bruce mm -hmm. is that way. Um, James Taylor is that way. And a lot of the, the folk rock is that way. Bruce took it to the new level. He was a rocker who sang and told you a story. Can you remember some of those early times you mentioned, but it's always the story that captivates you. Can you remember some early artists that you went, oh man, they're another level. They're telling a story. Like I always think of Harry Chapin. Harry Chapin. I was going to say Harry Chapin. The cats in the cradle and all that. And tragically died in a car accident. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was I, thinking the exact same thing, Harry Chapin. Yeah. Yeah. He was just, I was always. I graduated high school in 77. That time frame, I just remember just was crushed when we lost him because so many different stories and someone who did so much good for the world. He also tried to make a difference. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I got to tell you a very please. story. First of all, back circa 1971, 72, Marin County, 
in Greenbrae, California. There was a house which was a condemned home. And a lot of the musicians hung out there. And Bruce showed up at the house. And one of the prerequisites was you had to paint on the wall a picture. Now, Bruce painted a faucet with water flowing on the wall. Pretty interesting. Yeah. And, and I got that from a gentleman by the name of uh, Roger Scullion, who was in his mid-70s. And he played with the Beatles. He was a studio musician, the Beatles and the Stones. And uh, everybody in that L.A., San Francisco enclave of musical talent. And he told me that story this morning at breakfast. I, he, I also, love he also mentioned, he said, for your listeners, before it was the E Street Band, right? Yeah. It was known as Steel Mill. And I found that out. I also found out that his manager was Tinker West. Yes. And, and your little question about Mary. Yeah. Uh, it's too early. Yeah, uh, what, I end with that, but I got, I'm looking forward to hearing that answer. If you read the lyrics. Yes. Mary was definitely in the car. Ah, very nice. All right. So I... Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. I'm going to skip ahead. So you've decided that you... I gave it while you were coaching. Did you always have art on the side? Did you do art for fun? Yeah, you know what? Growing up in the situation that we grew up in, I was always able to do characters, little cartoons. Okay. And I can do it and the other kids couldn't. How do you get accepted into society with your peers and get them to look at you? You do something that they can't do. I had two different fronts of doing that. I was a very good baseball player. I had a cannon for an arm. I was a recruited college pitcher for University of Miami back in the 70s. I played semi-pro baseball. I did stuff that kids couldn't do, and that made me as good, and in a lot of cases, 
maybe a little better so you were more accepted. That sure. was my way in. I could get people to laugh by doing the quick cartoons. Always have done it. I have an innate, I've always said to people, ability you're born with. You learn technique, you enhance technique with do it again. Same thing as an athlete. Yeah. How do you get better as an athlete? Repetition. That's why you practice. Musician, yeah. same thing. Artist. I don't call myself an artist. I don't call somebody who plays a guitar a guitarist, a vocalist. We are creatives that work in different genres. Simply put. Yeah. Once again, this is the over and under of saying Pin Gillette on this podcast. I'm surprised. But he jokes about all the time that the guy at the stadium in the mascot suit and him on straight, it's all the same. We're in showbiz. It's all right. the same gig, exactly. right? It just is. I remember I was at a comic convention and the great George Perez was known for, he drew everything, but mostly team books. And he was sitting there doing sketches at a pretty inexpensive rate. And the reason why was he was just doing head sketches and he was just using a Sharpie. Sure. Right. He I mean, just, that's how I started. Right. I started as a pen and ink. Right. A lot of crosshatching to get a darker area. You yeah. had a crosshatch different directions. And then I discovered a Sharpie and went, wait a minute, I can fill in this area with one stroke. <laughs> they come in colors. Yes. And, and so, and yeah, that's what, and so instead of, cause you'll see most comic book artists will do it in pencil and then they'll ink it and then they'll yep. color it. And yep. George was sitting there with a Sharpie and he was able to knock them out just very quickly. And we got a wonderful George original. So you answered the question, when did you decide that markers were going to be your choice of creative tools? Well, doing the pen and ink work, you could never get the value for the time you put into it. I have some pen and ink illustrations. I've worked 100 hours. Well, no one's going to give you even at $10 an hour. No one's going to give you that kind of money. Right. So markers were a nice transition. I've always had good eye-hand coordination as an athlete. That ability has always, excuse me, been there. So I started playing with the markers, and then I started expanding and learning, not just doing the caricatures, but doing illustration work. Way back when, there was an organization at the collegiate level called COSIDA. College Organization Sports Information Directors of America. They are the writers for the sports department. They were in charge of the, the football meteor guide, the basketball meteor guide, the game programs. And rather than use photographs for the covers, I was a member of the organization. Neil, can you illustrate uh, our captains for the cover? And that's where it started for four, four years. I was the official artist of the Basketball Hall of Fame. So every enshrinement class that went into the Hall of Fame, I illustrated it. And then we did lithographs, 18 by 24-inch lithos, and the inductees would sign it for me, and I have those in my gallery here in Vegas. The gallery that I have here is 3,200 square feet. There's over 600 framed images on the wall, all my work, and it's more a museum of 50 years of what I've done in the industry in so much as being the Portnoy Gallery. You can't see everything in one trip. Wow. Um, people will come back and expect to be there for an hour, maybe half hour, two and a half hours. I'm kicking them out because I got to work. Yeah. You know, come back. You'll see it another time. Yeah. Pretty intense. What get led you to Vegas? It's the entertainment capital of the world. Um, having spent my whole life in Worcester, Massachusetts, and if you'd like, I'll park the car in the Harvard Yard next to the harbor and talk like that, but I don't do that anymore. Sure. Um, it was an opportunity. It was a dream. I call all of this a journey. I'm yes. a huge planter of seeds. 
just keep planting seeds, water them, fertilize them, build relationships, meet people, and what better place in the world than the entertainment and now sports capital of the world. So in the seven years we've been here, we got here, my wife and I, Dorothy, who runs the gallery, we knew one person. I've been on every TV station. I was the illustrator for the newspaper for two years. Everybody in town knows who I am. But you know, when people say, wow, you know everybody, I always say, listen, that's not important. What's important is that they know you because you never know. I mean, if I held up to the camera, you probably can't read it, but the inside of my arm is my motto. One moment in time changes everything. Yeah. Uh, We're all born with ability. Um, Some of us never have the opportunity to use it. Um, Those who use it, let's see where it goes. Let's see where that one moment in time happens and actually is. What are some examples? Obviously, you feel that way enough to get it tattooed. Are there a couple of specific moments that were life-changing for you? Marrying my wife, uh, meeting my wife, that changed a lot. That changed everything. Getting the opportunity, which was a dream, to be an illustrator for a newspaper. I did that for 16 months for the Las Vegas Review Journal. I was published 197 times in the paper in 16 months with national recognition. Unfortunately, in the industry where everything is now digital and I'm an analog sure. guy, sure. Um, they went and chose to go in a different direction. Yeah. Um, that one of those moments, I have the largest work of art in Allegiant Stadium viewed by millions of people every year for the next 20 years. I've also done the Golden Knights and I've done the Las Vegas Aces and trying to pitch that idea to both organizations to do the mural inside their properties. We'll say. Yeah. The, so you must've been as a sports fan thrilled that the Raiders were coming to Vegas. I'm a Patriots fan. Okay. Um, you know, having grown up in Boston. Well, of course. And watching 20 years of Tom Brady do what Tom Brady did. I still fall the Patriots. I become a Raiders fan. I'm waiting. Listen, everybody hops on a winner. Sure. They haven't got there yet since coming to Vegas. What we what they've done and what we've done is we took the Patriots assistant coach, offensive coordinator, we took their general manager, we <laughs> took some of their players. So, you know, it's let me tell you, Allegiant Stadium is a state of the art. It's one of, if not the best stadium in all of football. It's the facility is absolutely stunning and gorgeous. And I get to watch teams play there. Plus UNLV football plays at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. And there are concerts there. Yes. Which is sweet. It is sweet. So you've decided that after coaching, you're going to start doing this full time. What was the next step for you? Finding my lane, so to speak, uh, because sure. I'm so varied in everything that I do from from realistic uh, portraits to portnoid caricatures to building renderings. Uh, this year, I had signed a contract with Park West Gallery. They're the world's leading online gallery. They're on every cruise ship. You go to the art exhibit, that's Park West. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. I was the top boat getter in their competition called Made in Vegas. They don't get it, just my opinion. I actually wrote to them and said, listen, you're telling me you don't think it'll work with Park West. Michael Jordan got cut by his high school basketball coach. Elvis was told uh, he couldn't harmonize in a choir, and they let him go. Yeah. Um, Neil Portnoy, stay tuned. Yeah. Basically, that's what I said to him. If you can't dazzle with brilliance, you can baffle with the other word as long as you can back it up. Absolutely. Did, do, how did you, uh, it sounds like you've always wanted to have diversity. 
other words, you didn't just want to do caricatures. You didn't want to just do sports illustrations. You didn't want to just do entertainment, music. Is that just because you have that wide a diversity of interests? I have a, a very wide diversity of interests. But one of my other things that I'm so fixated on, and my wife and I talk about this every day, when people come to the gallery, all I want to do at this stage of my life is to put a smile on somebody's face every day. I have the ability through what I do and my personality to be able to do that. I get more joy and it's nice to get paid for what you do. But when someone sends you a note, how much they appreciate, how honored they are, that's worth everything. I did a, we're very philanthropic in, in a charity that we're involved with. It's the Tyler Robinson Foundation. And I don't know whether your listeners are familiar with it, but Tyler Robinson was a, a cancer, a 16-year-old kid, got cancer, passed away, went to an Imagine Dragons concert, and Dan Reynolds, the lead singer, friended him. And that is the charity started by Imagine Dragons. Which is a world phenom right now. They're also friends of mine because okay. a couple of them are Vegas based. And, I, and I'll tell you a funny story about that situation. I got commissioned by the organization, excuse me, to create a multi image of Imagine Dragons, print a thousand limited editions, signed lithographs, signed by me, numbered by me, signed by the band. And 100% of the proceeds benefit the Tyler Robinson Foundation. So every sale, every dollar goes to the foundation. So we're we're here in Vegas, I think at Resorts World, and Tyler Robinson's doing a a special thing for all its donors and an acoustic concert by Imagine Dragons. So there's a little meet and greet where Dan and Daniel and Wayne, they they come out in the crowd. And yeah. uh, we walked by him and they go, the court noise are here. <laughs> pretty cool. And then I walked up to Dan and I said, Dan, I really would like to. I said, you remember years ago, Hirschfeld from the New York Times did a caricature on an album cover for Aerosmith. It was a caricature. I said, yeah. I- I'd love to do one for Imagine Dragons. And I swear to God, I almost fell to the floor. He looks at me and goes, you mean I'm going to get portnoyed? And I went, how the hell do you even know what that means? There oh, are that's wolves, hilarious. And, and you know what? But that's what happens in Vegas. Yeah. But he's here. Yeah. And that's awesome. Here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> is the reason why your choice of these markers, is it for expediency and also do you just like the way it looks i like the way it feels feels Um, okay you put a brush in my hand can i handle a brush of course do i ever want to get the mixing paints to get a color no but put a marker in my hand like a baseball yeah but someone said how did you throw a four-foot breaking ball how how could you throw a two-foot cutter that went from two to eight on, on a clock. I said, the pressure of your fingers on a ball is what makes a baseball move. Not by turning a wrist, not by snapping around, not by pulling down the shape to throw a breaking ball. It's a feel thing. For me, it's, I've said, if you had my eyes for 10 minutes, you wouldn't believe what I see. Just like a musician, if I had their ears for 10 minutes, I wouldn't believe what they hear. It's an ability. It's just yeah. an God-given ability. And but as you said, though, and you work on it very hard. Well, you know what? If you enjoy what you do, is it really work? Sure, I work hard. I'm in my gallery every day. I draw yeah. every day, but I enjoy doing what I do. Jason Isbell just talked about that in an interview where he said, "I, I can't." whether I was getting paid for or not, I was going to spend three hours playing the guitar anyway. So, <laughs> Just That's it. I, um, I, told the, I told the vocalist friend of mine the other day, because I said, I, I think I'm one of them. 
eight people in Vegas who can't carry a tune. <laughs> I said, I'll tell you how bad it is. I sing in the shower and the water turns off. <laughs> I love it. You've already talked about, I imagine you had to be thrilled to see that mural there at, at, at the stadium. Tell another, tell us a few more stories about some of your brush with greatness or stories of projects that you're really proud of. Well, the Golden Knights piece, someone asked me, um, and I've heard it numerous times, what's the best piece you've ever done? Okay. I answer it the same way every time. The next one. Yes. If you ever stop thinking you're going to learn, then give it up. This year, I experimented into doing scenes of cities in Europe. Venice, Italy. I did Switzerland. I did Northern France. I did Nice, France. I did Manarola. I did Santorini. I did Africa. I did a big cat series. I did an exotic bird, all with markers. But if you go on the website, so we'll give those up later, you will look at them and go, there's no way that's marker. Yeah. When you see the originals, you'll still say the same thing because they're more stunning in person. Sure. To one of the things that I was talking about with your friend Tom, that his all his life he knew he wanted to draw, and he talked about that's why he'll never get a tattoo. He said because he would have to be something he drew, and there's never been anything that he drew that six months later he wants to redo. It's funny you said that because I've done artwork for tattoo arts. Yeah. Because basically they'll say, can you illustrate something? And what they do is they scan it on the computer. They put it on the two-sided papers and put it on your arm and it leaves the image. And what do they do? Paint by numbers. All they do is trace it. Um, Mm -hmm. I designed my whole left arm is, I don't have what they call a sleeve, but if you'll see it, um, that's number 42. Okay. That's respect to Jackie Robinson. Sure. And it's also the number I had as a player and I had in my 14 years of coaching college baseball. I okay. always had due respect to Jackie, number 42. I've got one of three wolves, which I designed. I've got one of the skyline of Boston, the skyline of Las Vegas from Boston to Vegas. So there's, again, like a vocalist will tell you and sing you a story. You're the author. I'll illustrate your story. Yeah. That's the difference in an illustrator. That's, yeah. You're I, the I author. Like I will illustrate the story. Yeah. So you do have a couple of Bruce sketches and illustrations on the website. Talk a little bit about them. The first one was actually rendered from one of the album covers. You probably saw it was early Bruce. Yeah. The second one, which, again, experimenting all the time, I said, you know what? I'm going to do a monotone. And for those listeners, mono means one, one tone. I did a blue-themed Bruce with black and the white highlights and gave it some depth with the background. How do you describe a visual product by Audible? Or written? Maybe yes, it is hard to it, do. Right? Yes. You'll be able to see it on the website. But yeah. to me... That's one of my best drawings that, that I did because it, if you look at it, he's talking. You can see what he's thinking. You get a feel of mood. And again, it's not a caricature. It's not a portrait. Yeah. It's almost like when I do a portrait, having no formal training in anatomy, et cetera, the fact that I have caricature as a background, caricature every line's an expression. So when I cross over, there's always caricature in the illustration, but it's uniquely important. You look at it, you go, Neil did that. Yeah. That's, that's Neil's drawing. I love that piece on Bruce. And, and I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, yeah, it is. It's absolutely beautiful. And then and- I, I have it on a canvas print. I, I printed some 11 by 14 prints for some of the fans that wanted to purchase. Yeah. 
extremely affordable and that's we want the fans to have the peace yeah yeah and it, it does what i love about your art that i've seen so far is you're capturing the spirit of the subject Character. it is yeah the, the, and yes some of them are a caricature but others are a beautiful illustration and it, it the old wives tell that a photo will take away your soul right you're not taking your soul but you're capturing that that spirit that that you know, magic you know what it is jesse what it is someone said you captured something it's all about the eyes because the yeah. eyes don't lie the eyes go into the soul when people come to the gallery i say to them all the time walk around the gallery no matter where you're walking look back at that picture it's still looking at you yeah it's all about the eyes yeah it's all about the eyes yeah once you decide that you're going to F Vegas, entertainment capital of the world, yep. did you know you wanted to create a gallery? No, I had no idea. I never had a commercial location. Never had a retail store. I worked, I had a big Victorian back east. And right. the second le level of the Vic was where my studio was. It was a studio. I worked at home. You know, <clears throat> even here in Vegas, we don't really deal with a walk-in clientele even though we have a retail store, most of my contact is, is you know, you go to Portnoy Gallery on Facebook, you go to Neil Portnoy on Facebook, you go to Instagram, you go to Twitter, you go to LinkedIn. I'm on so many different sites. Thank God for my wife, because yeah. all I do at this stage is draw. Yeah. She does everything else. Yeah. What's next for you? Next for me is to get the Golden Knights and the Las Vegas Aces to purchase the original drawings I just finished. And then um, my goal is not only to have murals inside T-Mobile Arena and the Michelob Arena where the Aces play, but I'd like them to uh, make reproductions for all their season's ticket holders and then make an open edition with corporate branding so in other words, somebody's buying it, they're paying the expense to print it, right. and with their logo on it, and give it out to all the fans, because uh, the reaction from the social media post on these pieces, and what I like to do is day number one, I post, day number two, this is what I completed, and people love to watch that journey. Sure. Um, they want these works of art. They want a, a copy of it. What's next? I don't know, the Oakland A's are moving here. Maybe we'll go after them, too. This town is growing. It's 3.2 million people, but it's a small town. All the entertainers know all the entertainers. Right. Um, everybody knows everybody, yet, you know, you're five hours from L.A., three hours from three and a half hours to Phoenix, and, uh, three hours to uh, Utah and the Grand Canyon. Everything's here. And yeah. being a New Englander my whole life and having grown up there, um, I'll shovel sunshine all day long, pal. Yeah, <laughs> I bet, Neil. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Is, except for the, you, you've mentioned the sports, but is there other people in the entertainment industry that you would love to to work with or to capture on image. Sure, you know, it, listen, I, I, the local entertainment scene here is all extremely talented people that have backed up, played for major tours from Prince to everybody. They're yeah. the musicians, they're the singers, they're the backup. I have yet to open up Hollywood, the LA yeah. market. Yeah. They all come to Vegas. Right. Everybody, in your lifetime, you will make it to Las Vegas. Yes. I'm hoping in people's lifetime, they make it to Portnoy Gallery in Las Vegas. Um, we'll see what the future brings. Um, I'm going to still do, I'm going to get up every morning and I'm going to put my pants on the same way I've done for the last X amount of years. My life isn't going to change. 
My life is to put a smile on somebody's face every day, bring joy to people out there and enjoy what I'm doing. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I'm 70 years old now. When the hell did that happen? Yes. I look up, I look in the mirror in the morning when I get up, I go, that can't be true. This is my Beatles birthday year. I turned 64 in June. So I'm like, really? How did that happen? Yeah, it, 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 You know, my goal now is to be able to cut my toenails and breathe at the same time. <laughs> right? I know that feeling. Yeah, I know that feeling go. very much. Yes. All right. So talk about, let's talk about where is the studio located? Give us the website. Give us your pitch. I love the analogy back to baseball since I was a pitcher. Yes. It's Portnoy, P-O-R-T-N-O-Y Gallery. We're located at 1537 West Oakey Boulevard, Las Vegas, 89102. Um, you can go to Portnoy, P-O-R-T-N-O-Y That'll show you everything I do. You can hit the shop tab on that front page and go to the limited edition collectibles, which are reproduced on paper, on acrylic, on canvas, on tote bags, on puzzles, on merch, merch, merch. What else can I tell you? Neil, any AL, a little different. My mother could never decide which came first, the E or the I. So it's any AL, Neil at idrawpeople.com. Yeah. at idrawpeople.com or Portnoy Gallery at gmail.com. You'll see me, artist Neil Portnoy on Instagram. You'll see Portnoy Gallery on Instagram. You'll find me on Twitter at Neil Portnoy, any A L Portnoy. Yeah. Uh, and all of social media uh, have a pretty large presence. But really check out the artwork. Now yeah. that you understand that it's in a medium that nobody, Literally, nobody's able to do what right. I can do in this medium. And that's just not to pat myself on the back. I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah, I've been at this for a long time. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of artists, and there is some incredible talent all over our country and worldwide. Yeah, I happen to be unique in so much as I work in a medium that very few people work in. Yeah. It's unforgiving. Yeah. Uh, you know that it is you you can't do the undo button right like on a computer you can't undo right it, when oh, you, you can't no no it's, uh, it's funny i was going to pull out my phone here for a second i don't know if i can even do this on the because uh, this camera is not the best of cameras that we're doing this from i want to see if i can da, 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 pull up people who may not the bruce picture yeah. And see if we can get this. See if it happens. Yes, there it is. Yeah, that's beautiful. You've got the smile. You've got everything there. It's funny when, we, not funny, but when we, we talk about the entertainment, I, I said it's not the only thing that I do. I've done some illustration work yeah. that, that blows me away. And, and one of those was, I did this, it's probably the best landscape piece I've ever done, but I did, that's Venice, Italy. That's beautiful, yeah. That's Magic Markers. That's just unbelievable. It's nuts. Yeah. And if you get into, remember we talked about the mural at Allegiant. I'll show you the Allegiant mural, which is really cool. It's, just to give you an idea of the size of the mural, right? Yeah. Wow. Man, that's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. And it's a great story when they pulled the first sheet with what the hell was that? That's Bo Jackson's eyebrow. It was five feet wide. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> That's crazy. wonderful. Crazy, yeah. Crazy, crazy. That's great. All right. I, I need everyone to go check out the website. If you're there in Vegas, when you're visiting, uh, take a break, go check out the gallery. There is some beautiful work on there. I adore, yeah, look at that. Yeah. That's the Stanley Cup team. Yeah. And yeah, yeah just, it, it just, it almost seems impossible just 
with markers, right? I have little kids come into the gallery and they'll come into the back, which is my studio. Yeah. And they'll stand next to the drawing board. And you understand I have 3,000 markers in the sure. gallery. And they'll look at me and go, wow, I see that. See this marker? Smell this for 10 minutes. You'll be just like me. Yeah. That is awesome. I don't, you know what, Jesse? I don't smell them anymore. I've become immune to them. I've done it for so many right. years. This is what I do. Yeah. This is what I do. And it's very clear you love what you do. Oh, I do love what I do. I love and- the people. I love I love every aspect of it except the business end of it. And sure. that's it's not any different than any walk of life. How do you put a value on something that you've got so much of you into? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard to do on that, isn't it? The Bruce piece. I, we sell 11 by 14 yeah. photographic, gorgeous photo paper, heavy photo paper, prints of that for $40. Yeah. That's how affordable it is. Yeah. I mean, you want to spend $40,000? You can buy an original. Sure. Yeah. But Affordable that's, that's, to everybody. Affordable yeah. to everybody. Have you gotten feedback from some of your your subjects? Obviously, oh, Donnie Osmond was thrilled. Yeah. Tony, Tony Orlando. I, yes. It's, it's funny because Tony and I were on the phone for about 45 minutes last week and talking nothing but baseball. Yeah. He's a huge baseball guy. So at okay. the end of the conversation, he says to me, can I just call you coach? Tony, you can call me whatever you want to call. Yeah, it's uh, Brad Garrett I met. I, I was with Barry Manilow. He's playing the Westgate here. We went backstage to meet Barry, and, and I'm showing Barry in my phone pictures, and he's hitting me. He's going, get out, Magic Marcus, get out. My <laughs> wife's laughing. He's just whacking my shoulder. I yeah, Tony Osmond's wonderful. Brad Garrett's great. Do you remember Huggy Bear and Starsky and Hutch? Sure. That's uh, Fargus. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a friend of mine. So That's awesome. We, we see him out dining. and re- Listen, the one thing that people have to understand, they're no different than you and I. This is what they do. This is what I do. This yeah. is what you do. Build a relationship. Life is all about not thinking you're better than someone else, not thinking that someone's better than you. It's treating everyone as an equal and building a relationship with them so they get to know you. That's exactly. Once they get to know you, then the shields come down. Yeah, it really does. They're not threatened. Yeah, that's the purpose of this podcast is to have interesting people join me and share their story. And you've been a wonderful guest. I love it. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to include the link to the website. I want everyone to check it out. You've already shared, but I'm going to ask you again for the official answer. Jay Armstrong was a honors English teacher in the Philadelphia area. He when he was teaching high school English, he would give his class the lyrics to Thunder Road, and he would ask the question at the end of the class, does Mary get in the car? So you've already said your answer, but let me expand on that a little bit, Neil. Okay, I, I'm going to expand by, by doing this. She must have climbed in. How else do you explain? Me and Mary, we met in high school when she was just 17. Yes. We'd ride out of that valley down to where the fields were green. We'd go down to the river and into the river we'd dive. Quote from Born to Walk, they scream your name at night in the street. Your graduation grows lies and rags at their feet. Yep. And in the lonely cool before dawn, you hear their engines roaring on. But when you get back to the porch, they're gone on the wind. So Mary, climb in. It's a town full of losers, and I'm pulling out of here to win. Mary got in the car. Very nice, sir. Very nice. Thank you. I Once again, I will tell again how someone can reach you. They can reach me phone-wise, 702 
685-2929. That's the office. Reach out, Portnoy, P-O-R-T-N-O-Y, gallery, G-A-B-E-R-Y, at gmail.com. And we'll get back to people. We love when you're in Vegas and get a chance to come here. We are a hidden gem off the strip, Portnoy Gallery, Las Vegas. Very nice. Neil, my friend, it was a joy to talk to you. Thank you for taking time. You have a great day. I really enjoyed this. Hope we'll do it again in the future. We'll have that sounds stories. wonderful. All right, listeners, go. Be safe. Be kind. Check out the website. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.